The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. TI Trust stands for True Integrity. One of our core values that we had for our staff was integrity. We want to be seen as, as a very integrity-driven company. We've been doing trust services as an organization since the 1950s. It's all based on what's in the best interest of the clients. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's about serving that client and, and getting to a result that, that they need. All right, hi, I'm Ron Kinchroof with Money River News and welcome to the TI Trust Business Spotlight. Today we have Greg Whitland from Encompass Wealth Management. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. So Encompass Wealth Management, the wealth part of it, is that do you have to have a certain amount of money for you guys to help them? Yeah, great question. We, we do not have any kind of parameters as far as amount of money to start with to okay. come see us. Uh, like I said, with our five advisors in the office, we've got plenty of help whatever level you want to be at. So um, what it, exactly do you guys do? I mean, there's a lot of people that offer services, brokerage services in town. So Correct. Uh, how do you differentiate yourself and what do you actually offer? Yeah, I think, so let's go with the difference part first, right? Okay. One of the big things is that I'm, I'm proud of that um, we're probably the only father-daughter team in town. I mean, okay. Well, there's parents that work together, kids maybe, but uh, my, my daughter Michelle and I work together. We've also got Aiden and then Daryl and then Mike Easy now. Mm -hmm. So we've got those five advisors. But, I think what sets us apart is that we, we develop our own models for one thing for for clients if they want to use them. Also, I think that uh, what makes us a little bit different is that we don't really have a set standard as far as everybody to follow the same playbook. Right. For our advisors, I mean, if, if we so if, if you know, and, and for our clients, I think if a client comes in and says, "Hey, I want to own Apple stock," we're gonna let you know that's your prerogative, right? It's mm -hmm. your money. And we always realize that our job is to basically help you manage your money in the best way fit to accomplish your long-term goals in life. Right? When you mention models, though, what exactly are you talking Good about? Point. So uh, obviously you can go out and you can you can buy individual stocks or bonds. Right. You can use uh, American funds or Franklin Templeton or whatever mutual fund out there. Yeah. Funds are out there. Uh, so what we do is we we we've, we've I basically in a house uh, make the picks on how we want to invest our clients' money from being very conservative being very aggressive. So we actually have five different portfolios that they mm -hmm. can use if they decide to go that route. So uh, I basically review those every three to six months. We make small changes if we want to. And then the other thing that we do, I think, which probably sets us apart from a lot of advisors, is that we have a, basically a downside. So when the market gets to a certain level, we're going to be right. out of the market. It's like right now we're out of the market. Okay. Uh, so we try to actively manage the downside. I'm not smart enough to figure out how to actually manage the upside. So <laughs> if it's going well, we just let it go. Right. Set it, you know, kind of sit and forget it for a while. But when it's on the way down, we will try to stop it from a certain loss level. Now, do you you create all the models yourself? You said you do it in house, right. but do you take advisors or uh, people in the industry that you follow? Or well, certainly, certainly. I mean, there's different uh, different resources that I use okay. to gather my information from and and to sort through and, and whatever you know, and also to follow. Right. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's just not simply. Uh, let's uh, Greg's pick today is you know. okay, um, but obviously your experience of a number of years yeah, plays a part of it. Years, 20, twenty-eight okay. now, it's hard to believe. Right. Yeah. Um, so a model can be—it's a, co a combination of a lot of different things, though, isn't it? So let's say I want to be in the ultra aggressive model. Mm -hmm. It's just not one thing within that. No, good, it's good a grouping question. of things. So yeah, basically, we're probably going to have fifteen to eighteen different funds. Oh wow! Okay. Or ETFs. And there again, a lot of times when we get more aggressive investors, uh, they'll say, I want to have a, a position in Apple or a position in Amazon or a position in Google or 
Constitution and Caterpillar. And so we will layer that on top of that. Okay. And that stays kind of, that's their pick. It kind of stands alone. We don't do, we don't think with that until it comes mm-hmm. to basically. But basically, yeah. So we're going to look at, I mean, the, the great thing about what we do, and most advisors have the same ability that's, that, that are independent, that they can go out and pick whatever they want, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the good news, bad news. So then from that, you have to sort through what you think are the best of the best based on what parameters you want to use, right? And that's what I do. Okay. So there'd be 15 to 18 different things. Now, I'm assuming there's, a mixture of things that would just be cash related versus stock related and then sure good point uh so based on where we're at so let's just take say a middle of the road a moderate, right. a moderate investor right we're gonna have a certain amount of money in in the bond portfolios of some sort okay a certain amount in this into equities and we always will hold some cash mm-hmm. and if you're taking money out because you're in retirement age or whatever we'll hold more cash because mm-hmm. we don't have to sell when the market's down right right also we can have if you have situations where let's say two years from now you got a kid's gonna go to college right that money's gonna get parked safer. Okay. So we can, we can within the within our confines, we can change up what we want to do for a specific clients' needs. Whether it be, hey, my kid's gonna go to Notre Dame in two years, going to go to college, I need to buy a car in five years, whatever it might be. We can change those and put those to the side, so it's not part of that overall investment plan. Is there an age that? Uh, first of all, our age is it too late? Well, that's a great question. I, here's here's what I tell people all the time because our people say, "Come and." Like, I wish I would have started. Well, you know what? We it's too late, yeah. We can't change that. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what do you want to accomplish and why? So at our age, the question might be, okay, if you come to my office at 62, or as I am, almost 66, and say, hey, I want to retire, I'm just going to get started, I'd say, well, then you better be able to be healthy enough to keep working, right? But mm-hmm. for the most part, we're looking at our age and saying, okay, how can we protect our wealth? If I'm going to add to it, what should I use it for? Uh, am, I, am I going to use it for grandkids am i going to use it for uh, uh, boy scouts or a church or whatever so we kind of try to figure out what your needs are going to be down the road so right see how to invest but it's never too late to invest i mean if you have cash flow available the question is how do you want it? there's only real really three things you can invest for right mm-hmm. somebody you care about something you care about or you're gonna give the money to the federal government <laughs> so that's right. your three choices so right. what we try just to is get rid of the third part so is there okay. options in that third part though where like pre-taxable income that can be invested or are there options to reduce the amount of tax you have to pay down the road? Yeah, so great, great question. So we try to that's do That's the is, fifth time you've said great yeah, question. because that's, um, that's my redundancy. I'm rocking thing, right? this. Redundancy. But so what we try to do is, I look at, we look at multi-generational tax planning. Okay. It's kind of funny when you get to be older and now you don't want to, you don't want to pay any taxes at all. You know, but you might be on a lot, much lower tax bracket than your kids are going to be when they take your money. Right. They get your money when you pass away. So we try to talk about, uh, for example, while you're living, qualified charitable distributions, what are called QCDs, right. which allow you to take money out of your IRA at a certain age when you turn 70 and a half and give it to your charity, and you don't pay taxes on it. So the charity gets it, they don't pay taxes on it, you don't pay taxes on it, so Uncle Sam doesn't get their cut. And you're a CPA, right? I'm I mean, how much does that play into your thought process yeah, when you're well, dealing with customers? It, it helps because obviously I obviously have that background. Uh, I'm also... A, as, as well as Michelle, we're both certified financial planners as well. Mm-hmm. So you have some of that background when you, when you take that part of it as well. But yeah, I think it helps a lot because I at least can talk the talk. Right. Most of the time with about anybody as far as their general tax plan. Now, I'm not going to say I can, I can do a you know, deep dive, but I can definitely convey what we need to do as far as people those plans. Now, we talked about people our age and um, the investment, you know, whether it's too late or not, but, you know, let's say it's a guy just getting out of college or a gal just getting out of college. Is it 
Is there ever a too early standpoint yeah. to talk to you guys? That's what really excites me, quite honestly. Okay. And that's why I prefer not to have the the, the, the asset limits, right? Because right. I love working with, and I, I sort of not anybody in our group, but I love working with those young folks and getting them started. Because it's easy to show, okay, you start with X number of dollars a month, say 100 bucks a month. And you can start that low. Start that low and add to it every year by 25 extra bucks. And you can, you know, you'd be surprised in 40 years at 8% growth what you've got in your portfolio. Mm-hmm. But simply, by simply not having a couple more lattes a week, you know. Right. Um, so that's how we, I, I really, that's what excites me more than anything is getting those younger folks started on the right path. Uh-huh. And it's not a life insurance type thing, is it? I mean, no. that's not what you're, it's, it's more of a. It's, it's, most of the time we're going to start them quite honestly, mostly in a, probably on a Roth IRA. Okay. Because that's tax-free money when it comes out, whenever that might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what we, but there again, if they have a, a plan, hey, I want to buy a house, Greg, in five years, how do we get that mm-hmm. down payment started? Getting that build up together, yeah. so. So is there, I'm assuming then you sit down with a couple or, and there's some sort of interview process, I would assume, that you use mm-hmm. to find out exactly what their plan, their plans are, right? Yeah, when, yeah well, basically when I start, I'm, I'm the old school, I guess. I still use the yellow pad because I, I don't want to have a, a set, here's the questions you have to answer for me. Right. I want to see where it's going and then how we can help you from what you're talking about. We try to get a, the real feel for what the client needs are going to be. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've got a couple, right? You always have a... a, a one person may be a little more dominant in the conversation, so I always try to get the other person involved and get them, hey, what's really important to both of you? And how often does that result in a fight? That's so far. <laughs> we, we, have we haven't had that we, issue we yet? no black eyes yet. Oh, know? seriously? None. Even well, between you and Michelle? Well, that's different. I didn't say that. Okay, okay. I did not say that. I said between the clients. But is, okay, so <laughs> I brought that up, but working with your daughter, and I know your daughter, a very strong old woman, I mean, how... How, She's confident. Yes, I have that in my family too. So how often though is like you create the models and she says, dad, that's just wrong. I mean, is there any of that type of thing? Well, no, I mean, basically what we try to do is you're, you're always looking for input. And, right. And, and uh, I'm never wrong anyway. No, I know. Yes. But, but, but no, but the fact of the matter is I, I enjoy that input. And you have to have some of that give and take, right? Right. Uh, we, as far as that, that goes, I mean, there's a couple other guys in the office that probably are more in depth as far as the actual investment process okay. goes. Uh, Michelle's great at, at taking care of the clients and, and doing the, the basic, basic office manager as well as having a mm-hmm. big client book. We, we share the clients together. Right. So she's got her hands full, but she does a great job with that. Um, getting back to the younger younger yeah. folks, uh, do they need a savings account? Do they have? Do they need money put away before they come see you? Because I know a lot of people. You know, it's it's hard these days with inflation that there may be some married couples that just can't put money aside sure. or a savings account. So. Well, sure. Though. So the basic way we look at it is, if, first of all, if you're employed, if your employer has a 401k or some mm-hmm. kind of matching program, we're going to do that first. Okay. After you've got your, you know, and one thing we'll sit down and say, okay, Ron, Ron and Mary, how much money do you need as far as living expenses for six months? Right. Okay. That's going to be your emergency pool. That's where we put a guy aside first. But then after that, you've got to start getting the free money next, right? Right. So if your employer's matching you, Three percent or whatever—that's free money. You got to do that mm-hmm. first. And then we start talking about okay, what's the next step? Right. Then you talk about outside investing, whether it be through a Roth, okay. if you gotcha. the money that you need for a car or whatever, then we can do that at that. So that's, that would be the general okay. process of things. So, you, almost thirty years you've been doing this. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm assuming you have some multi generational now, where uh, you help someone's father. Now you're sure. helping their children or mothers. How satisfying is that for you? Yeah, it's got to be cool. It's really cool because when I started back in 1995, didn't really have a game plan, so I actually started with folks our age. Mm-hmm. Right? And so then I got introduced to their parents. Right. 
And so now we've got, actually in some cases, four generations. Because now we're putting money for the grandkids into a 529 okay, transfer to Miners Act or whatever for the grandkids. So it's really cool to have four generations. Well, and then I think it's got to be very satisfying for you to see, you know, someone that started out with you 30 years ago right. and actually achieve those goals, whether it's a retirement home someplace else or be able to set money aside. I mean, that's got to make you, yeah, that's got to be the rewarding aspect of yeah, your work. It's, it's fun to see the clients that have done their own hard work, right? Mm -hmm. We're there to guide them. It's still their ball game, right? right? They've got to do the work. Uh, but. It's, it's fun to see now because, we're, as you said, we're under the age where a lot of those clients are now yep. retiring and uh -huh. getting to do things they want to do. And what's fascinating to me is seeing how many clients actually retire and then a year or so later want to go back and start doing something just because they, they're bored at home. Right? Yeah, and yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, we, not at all. We counsel about that, right? We say, hey, take six months off, don't do anything, and then figure out what you want to do. If you want to go back and volunteer or if you want to go back and, and work because you want to, then do that. But, you mentioned guiding people. Um, I'm wondering how many times you say, this is the path you should go down, and they say, no, that's not the path. I think I should go down. I want to be more aggressive with my investments, mm -hmm. things along those lines. How Does that conversation happen fairly well, sure. frequently, and sure. then how do you handle that? Well, basically, as we always say. It is their money. It's so. your money. Our go our job is to basically say, here's the best fit for what we think. Right. And and we'll help you, help you out. And quite honestly, Ron, uh, the, the real problem comes into play. And how I think we're the, the biggest value People start saying, I want to take money out for this or this, which mm -hmm. is now a want and not a need. Right? right. And we say, well, Ron, you know, here's what we talked about. Here's how this affects your plan. Right. If you do that. And it's still their choice. Right. But, but that's, what we, that's what we see more than in case of if, if they have a, in their brain a certain way they want to invest their money as far as an amount of uh, volatility, we're more than happy to help that make that work from, from, their, okay. from their standpoint. But it's more a question of counseling, hey, how are you spending your money outside of this? Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Ron. I appreciate it. All right. This has been the TI Trust Business Spotlight. Greg Whitland with Encompass Wealth Management Services. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Ron. And we'll catch you next time. TI Trust stands for True Integrity. One of our core values that we had for our staff was integrity. We want to be seen as, as a very integrity-driven company. We've been doing trust services as an organization since the 1950s. It's all based on what's in the best interest of the clients. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's about serving that client and, and getting to a result that, that they need. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.